Welcome to the Sales Made Simple podcast. It's for women just like you who want to make more money and grow a business that allows you to create an awesome life for you and your family. Money won't buy happiness, but it sure does help. I've spent 15 years working in sales and I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. So each week I'll break down all the strategies that you need so that you can attract your ideal client with ease, be booked out with paying clients and make consistent sales each month without a hint of sleaze, desperation or being the slightest bit pushy. Sales really is simple when you know how and I promise you, if you implement what I teach each week, you'll end up loving sales. So let's dive straight in, let's overcome your fears and let's learn just how simple selling really is. Well, this is jolly exciting. Welcome to episode one of Sales Made Simple. I am beyond excited to be launching this podcast because I am super passionate. If you follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn, you will see that I am crazy passionate about helping women in business realize just how easy selling is because poor old sales gets a bad rap. Um, Everybody thinks it's sleazy and it's desperate and it's making people buy stuff. And actually it's none of those things. Now, in today's episode, I thought long and hard about what should episode one be about? Now, the thing that I teach right through every single program that I offer is, is mindset and how you think and your thoughts and that story that you tell yourself about running your business and in particular sales. Because how you think and the story that you tell yourself has everything to do with if your business succeeds or if it doesn't. Nine times out of 10, when you see your business is not working, it's not necessarily because they had a bad product or they were no good or they didn't know enough. It's because the person running the business just lost confidence in themselves, lost faith in themselves, which meant that they were not showing up in a way that meant that they could grow their business. So I am so passionate about this particular area. Like I say, it's mindset is something that Christ, I have been studying for the last 10 years because it was the one thing that held me back most, not only in my business, but also in my life and my career when I worked in the corporate world. When I look back, all the all the times that I held myself back or I didn't go for something, I didn't push myself, it wasn't because I didn't know what to do or, or I wasn't good enough, I didn't have enough knowledge. It's because I believed I wasn't good enough. It's because I believed I didn't have all of those things. It, I, I believed that everybody else was was better than me. And like I say, over the last 10 years, I've really studied this stuff. I'm fascinated by, you know, our own minds and how they work and why we don't do the stuff that we know is going to benefit us, is the stuff that's going to benefit us in our life, in our career and, and, you know, in our business. And and that's what I really talk about now, you know, how, how easy sales is when you have the right mindset, because sales is just a process. It's just a you know, it's like anything, you, you learn how to do it and, you know, Bob's your uncle, you can do it. But the thing that stops the selling is that voice in our head, is that story that we tell ourselves normally that we can't do something, we're no good and, you know, we're not cut out for it, which is a load of, is a load of BS because we can do it. We just need to change that story in our head. Now, I, when I'm coaching somebody, I, I teach them what I call the spotlight exercise. So 
Um, and you can you can have a go at this while you're listening. You can, you know, don't matter if you're in the car or having a walk or emptying the dishwasher, whatever it is you're doing. Um, just do it in your head because it's so bloody powerful. So imagine that you are sat with a, you know, spotlight on you and you've got your, your potential client in front of you, but that spotlight's on you. So illuminated is everything that you're thinking and feeling and all of your emotions. So I just want you to think about when you um when you're about to sell or you know when you're with somebody and you think oh Christ this is the bit where I'm I go into selling mode and I have to tell them about my stuff or you're showing up on social media you're doing a video or something like oh god I've got to, I've got to tell them about my offer now and you get that like pang of ickiness I call it that oh Jesus I've I've got to do it Let's just think about like all the emotions that you go through, but what, what story are you telling yourself? What goes through your head? And when I, when I first, when I, when I think back, God, I laugh now, but when I think back to when I first started selling, Christ, it was, I was bloody awful. But that's because I'd never had any training. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I couldn't expect to be brilliant at selling day one of my job. But when I picked up the phone to ring somebody, all that was going through my head was, I'm pestering this woman. I've interrupted a day. She's not interested. She doesn't want to buy. It's too expensive. She wants to work with somebody else. Why would she work with me? Oh, I feel a bit sleazy. I feel desperate because I'm trying to make a part with her cash. Uh, she doesn't really want what I'm selling and I'm going to try and make a buy and I know she don't want it. All this negative story was going through my head and I'd got all these ideas, you know, of what selling was. And I was thinking about like films I'd watched where you always see like the, the person who, like the salesy person is always somebody who like steps over the granny to like succeed and get what they want. And, and this like story was, was kind of pl- re like playing out in my head. So of course, because I'm focusing on me for one, the person on the other end, she could totally sense that I was not confident in what I was trying to sell or what I wanted to talk about she could tell that I wasn't this expert or, you know, leader in my field. She could just sense that I was not confident about what I was about to say because our minds are very clever. We, we can pick up on so much, a lot of stuff that's not even said we pick up on. So she knew right from the first 30 seconds that who is this joker on the phone? Now, what I realized was after I'd had training, you know, this wasn't something I just miraculously discovered or, you know, one day woke up and I was able to sell. This was stuff that I had to learn. And that's a really important thing that we all need to remember is sales is a skill. And unless you've been taught it, like how the bloody hell are you supposed to know um, how to sell? It's like me saying to you, right, today I want you to run all your meetings in Chinese. And you say, well, I've never had a bloody Chinese lesson. I've never, I've never learned the language. I've never been to China. I don't even know the first thing about the Chinese language. I say, yeah, but it don't matter. Just try and muddle your way through it on your own, uh, you know, and um, try and have a successful day. You'd be like, Helen, this is the most ridiculous, unrealistic thing I've ever heard in my life. And you'd be quite right to think that. But when it comes to selling, because we have a business, we think that we should be able to automatically sell that we should be able to have this skill just because we want our own business. And of course, that's not how it works. We have to learn how to sell. We have to get someone to teach us or we have to read a book or we have to watch a thousand YouTube videos or we have to do a course or we have to do something so that we can learn how to sell, so we know how to sell. And what what I realised was as I 
started to learn more about sales and went on different courses and had different mentors and coaches, I realized that when you put that spotlight on you, you're neglecting your ideal client. And really selling is about putting your ideal client at the forefront of everything you do. So if I replay that first call I did, what I should have done, you know, and to be fair to me, I, I didn't know any of this and I was just wrapped with nerves because a lack of knowledge does make you nervous. You know, you know, you've got knowledge gaps. So of course I was going to be nervous. So, you know, I've got to be kind to myself, give myself a, not such a hard time. But what I've realized is if I was to turn that, or if I'd have turned that spotlight onto my ideal client and I'd have thought, well, what does she need? What does she need from me? What is her problem right now? What is she you know, what is, what is, what's keeping her awake at night? What, what is she, what is she worried about? What, what problem does she want to solve? That puts you in a total, totally different mindset space, because then it's not about, oh God, I'm trying to make this person buy something they don't want. And I'm trying to get the cash off them. And oh my God, I'm pestering them. It's okay. You've got a problem. Let me understand about that problem. And let's just find out if what I've got to offer my solution is indeed going to help you. Now, yes, there is going to be a fee for that because, you know, money is, it's just an exchange of energy. I'm going to give this person all my energy in helping them with a solution. And in return, they're going to give me money as their form of energy. So then I can go and do what I like with that, that money, get, you know, I might invest in a course or whatever, but that's all money is, is just an exchange of, of energy. But when we put our ideal client first and we put their needs first, all of that, oh my God, am I good enough? And all of this stuff, it, it starts to fade a little bit because when your ideal client is telling you, and, and again, this is just the skill of selling is asking them the right questions so that we can uncover what their problem is. Because a lot of the time your ideal client won't even realize the depth of their problem. Sometimes they don't even realize they've got a problem. It's not until we point it out through our questioning um, and having these conversations with them exactly what their problem is, and then they're ready to buy. But you know, we, we there's no point in I I could spend the next next few podcasts just telling you loads of sales techniques and and how to do things and you know how to get people on discovery calls and what content to put out there and um you know how to convert somebody into a paying client but none of that is any good if you're still trapped in your own mind with those stories that you're telling yourself that you are no good or they're gonna you know you're pestering them or you're not able to help them so I really want you to question, because this is really the first step. This is what I teach people on my one-to-one program is, you know, you've got to overcome those mindset gremlins, those limiting beliefs that stop you selling in the first place, because with the best will in the world, you know, you could have the best sales coach there is ever, um, but still not implement any of that stuff because your own thoughts are holding you, holding you back. So get a, get a bit of paper out, just brainstorm you know, when it comes to selling, what are you telling yourself? What are all the unhelpful beliefs that pop into your mind that stop you from selling, that stop you from showing up on social media, stop you doing that live video, stop you having sales calls, stop you talking about your offers? What story goes through your mind? And just write it down because you will be, you'll be flabbergasted when you see 
the story. Some of it you'll think, yeah, I, 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 I say that all the time. Some of it you'll be like, God, I didn't even realise this is the story I was was telling myself. You know, things that came up for me were like, I don't deserve that much money and I don't deserve, uh, you know, to charge X amount. And there was a lot tied into my self-belief and my self-worth and self-esteem and stuff that I had to really address before I could, you know, become really good at selling. But what story are you telling yourself? And then more importantly, what story do you want to tell yourself? Like, how do you want to view sales? Because really all sales is, is you finding people who have a problem that you can solve and it's telling these people how you solve that problem and why you're the best person to solve it and how much it's going to cost them. That's all selling really is. Yes, there's a there's a process that will, uh, you know, help you and make all of that much easier. But essentially, that's what it is. It's solving people's problems. It's taking a load of anxiety away for, from someone. It's making somebody's life better. If you, somebody told me this story and it stuck with me for years. Um, if your friend contacted you and, you know, you're supposed to be going out and she's cancelled on you and she said, oh, you know, Helen, I'm I'm in so much pain here. I'm, I'm rolling around on the bloody floor. I've got, my toothache is that bad. Um, I just can't leave the house. And you say, oh my God, like, you know, what, what's, what's happened? What's been going on? So I don't know, but nothing I do gets rid of it. Um... I've not been to work for a week. So I'm really worried about work because I'm, I've fallen behind with this project and I was on for a really good bonus. And I'm, I'm worried now that I'm not going to get my bonus. And I'm, I'm worried that, you know, that promotion that I really wanted to go for, well, that's probably gone out the window because I've missed this really important thing at work. And, um, me and my husband, we're arguing because I'm in so much pain and it's just getting on my nerves. So it's causing a lot of friction between me and him. I'm, I'm not seeing the kids because, you know, I'm, I'm having to be in bed and I'm, I'm taking these, these painkillers, but they're just knocking me out. So I'm, they go to school and I'm asleep. They come home and I'm all groggy and I'm losing my temper with them because I'm in so much pain. My, my life's horrible. And then you think, well, oh, well, I've got this, I've got this cream. Um, it's been expensive, but it's the best thing ever. And you know what? You, you put it on your tooth and within minutes, the toothache has gone. You're back to normal. You're back at work. Um, you know, I could take all those problems away overnight, but you don't tell her about it. So you've got a solution to her problem. You know, this is causing her, it's not just the pain, it's causing her, it's impacting her at work. It's impacting her relationships. It's impacting her with her kids. It's impacting how much money she's going to earn. This is a big problem. And this is what you need to do with your ideal clients is work out what is that big problem. It's not just the toothache. It's all the ripple effect as well. So you've got this cream and you think, oh, it's a bit pricey. I'll not tell her about it because she probably can't afford it anyway. Uh, she might think I'm being a bit pushy. I'd hate to, I'd hate to come across as, as sleazy and desperate. Um, so I'll not tell her about it. So what that means is your friend still has that problem, still in pain, but it's getting worse now because now she's having another week off work and another week and another project she's missed and her relationships are getting worse and it, her kids are getting even more upset because she's not around. So a problem is actually getting worse. So if you don't sell, if you don't go and talk about your offers, inadvertently, you're allowing your ideal client's problem to get worse. 
Now, if you had the solution to, to your friend's toothache, what would you do? Would you go, oh, I'll just keep it in my pocket. I'll not tell her about it. Or would you say, do you know what? There's this bloody good toothache cream. They sell it in boots. It's a bit pricey. It's 30 odd quid, which is way above, you know, normal prices for toothache cream. But it will take away that toothache immediately, which means you can get back to work. You can get back on that project. You can get your bonus. You get that promotion. Obviously, you and your husband will stop arguing. You can see the kids. Life's going to be great again. Now, what she does with that information is entirely up to her. She may rush straight out and buy that cream and be, thank you so much. She gives you a testimonial. Thank you so much. You've, you know, my life's so much better now. Or she might ignore you. Like she's well within the rights to go, actually, no, I, I don't think that cream's going to work. But it's your job to tell her about it. So if your friend was in pain, you wouldn't hide that fact that there's a solution, would you? You wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to come across sleazy and desperate and, oh, she probably doesn't need it. She probably couldn't afford it. You would let her make up that decision. You would let her decide whether she wants to buy it or not. This is all we are doing when we are selling our stuff. When we're showing up on social media, when we're doing lives, when we're talking about our offers, when we get somebody on the phone and we say, look, there's a solution to this. This is what it looks like. You know, if you want to buy it, it's up to you. We can't force anybody to buy our stuff. Well, you can, but then you're using very manipulative sales techniques, which I would advise against. But ultimately, we cannot, or we shouldn't be, forcing people to buy our stuff. If we think that we can help them, we can take their problem away, then absolutely we should be telling them about what their solu- what our solution is. But if they don't want to buy for whatever reason, and people don't buy for a million and one reasons, quite frankly, that's none of our business. That doesn't mean to say that we are not good enough or we are rubbish or we are not as good as the other person or we're not attractive enough or we're not thin enough or we don't know enough or whatever we tell ourselves, we're being sleazy or push it. That's nothing to do with us. Their reason for not buying, million and one reasons why they won't buy. Not ready. They don't believe in themselves. They haven't got the money. They would rather go on holiday. They'd rather spend the money elsewhere. They don't believe they they can get the work. They don't believe that they're good enough. They don't have the self-esteem and belief that they should invest in themselves. There's a million and reasons, one reasons why people don't invest in themselves that have nothing to do with you. So we have to detach from that outcome. We know that sales is not sleazy. It's not desperate, done in the right way. We are just telling people about our solution. It is then up to them what they do with that information. If they buy, brilliant. People don't always buy when they hear your message the first time. They might buy second time, third time, 48th time, in five years' time. Again, that time frame has nothing to do with us. And all of this is a mindset shift. We have to have that confidence. We have to have that new story in our head that this is what sales is. It's just being of service. It's just helping your friend out who's got toothache, with the right cream and you're telling her how to buy it, click on this link, go to the shop, however she buys it. We're just telling her the exact steps of how to solve her problem. What she does with that, entirely up to her. So if I haven't stressed enough, part one of making sales in your business is to work on your mindset, is to work on your self-belief, work on your self-esteem, believe that you deserve that money, but also change that story in your head 
about what selling is because it's not sleazy. It's not desperate. It's not making people buy stuff. It's showing up. It's being of service and it's delivering value. I really hope that's helped to create that new story in your head. Right. Well, that's episode one done. I'm going to go stick the kettle on and have a brew. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Let me know if you want to write me a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, Keep sending me all your messages because I love hearing from you. And I'll see you next week with episode two. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Now, remember, sales really is simple. It might not feel like it now, but I promise you it will. So go out there, show up, be visible and share your offers with your audience because people need your solutions. They need what you're selling. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Sales Made Simple. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time for another episode.